the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God's Word is doctrine. It teaches us what is right. It brings reproof. It tells us what is not right. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with Pastor Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching the Word of God with truth right from the Bible. For more information, go to corechurchla.org. That's corechurchla.org. Now, here's Pastor Steve with today's Core Truth. We're going to be in Matthew 24. This is actually part two of a message we started yesterday talking about the end times when the disciples actually came to Jesus right before he was crucified on the Mount of Olives, and they asked him, what are going to be the signs of the times? So the first thing that Jesus said really come in in Matthew 24, and he repeats it four times. In fact, it's the only thing he repeats more than once there. He says, beware that no one misleads you. Watch out. There's going to be false teachers, going to be people that will say other things or say things that are like tickling to our ears. In fact, the Bible says that in the last days, people will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to what they want to hear. But we have to understand the Bible's not always what you want to hear, but it's always what you need to hear. And again, Jesus in Matthew 24, verse 5, he says, The reason people will say things contrary to the word of God is to purposely mislead us from God. That's why we're told in 2 Timothy 3.16, he says, All scripture is inspired by God, and it's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God or the woman of God may be adequately equipped for every good work. Yes, God's Word is doctrine. It teaches us what is right. It brings reproof. It tells us what is not right. It brings correction. It tells us how to get right. And it trains us in righteousness. It tells us how to stay right. But again, here in the last days, people are not going to seek what is right. That's why we're told, again, people will not endure sound doctrine in the last days, but they'll, again, accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires. And they will turn their ears from the truth, and they will turn aside to miss. And one of the biggest voices that dictate what people hear today is social media, you know, which much of it is fake news. I think uh, in this last election, we saw how the media banded together and directed many different ideologies to cause whatever narrative they wanted to be spoken as truth. One of them was defund the police. Now major cities have adopted this defund the police thing. And what do we see as the fruit of this? Well, crime is skyrocketing. I mean, 100, 200 percent. When you look at what's happening in Minneapolis, in New York City, when you look and see what's happening in Chicago, in Seattle, in Portland, Oregon, I mean, these are unbelievable 100, 200 percent increases in crime where they've 
defunded the police. So, like, how is this working? I mean, it's like, what is going on here? You know, we're seeing uh, rioting happening every time something doesn't happen that someone likes. It's it's rioting. You know, we, we see all these shootings that are happening in Chicago. It seems like every weekend there's like 20, 30 people shot with seven, eight, ten people killed every single weekend. We had a situation a couple of weeks ago, remember, where the police officer in New York pulled a guy over and he threw chemicals in his face. We just have all these other videos that are coming on. A police officer pulls over a lady for talking on her cell phone and she starts cursing at him and telling him he's a murderer. It's like, uh, no, actually, I'm just calling and pulling you over because you're talking on your cell phone while you're driving. I mean, it's just crazy what's happening here. Verse 6 and 7 tells us there will be wars among nations, famines, earthquakes. Well, there's always been wars, as you know, and there will always continue to be wars. But there's an increase of these. We've seen the self-destruction of Syria just in the last few years. Iran is back to developing their nuclear capabilities. Russia is on the Ukraine border with tanks and, you know, they want to take over the Ukraine again. China's been roaming all over the South China Sea, and they've made it no uh, secret that they want to take over Taiwan again and regain that country as their own, claiming it for themselves. I mean, it's crazy what's happening all around us. And with the peace accords that Israel has made with Arab nations, Iran is now a triple threat, and the world is still subject to terrorism still. And here we are in America. And it's hard to think of famine because we've been so blessed when it comes to food and what have you, yet we still have massive famines in the world today. According to the Global Food Crisis Report, you know, it says that there's still like 124 million people in 51 different countries that face a crisis in food. It's amazing. That requires urgent humanitarian action just to save lives to this day. And that's up from 180 million people in 48 countries from a year before this. So it's like, you know, when Jesus talked about these famines in the last days, it's like we have unbelievable famines. You wouldn't think it again because we live in the United States with so much abundance here. But it means that it's just getting worse around us. It's crazy. We send new satellites into space. We have GPS on our cell phones. And we can't feed people with just enough food to survive. You know, they did say that a number of women and children that were undernourished was brought up by, you know, Jesus here. It's like, and that's exactly what he was saying would happen in the last days. Jesus said there will also be earthquakes. According to the United States Geological Survey, they keep track of earthquakes around the world. They say there are 55 earthquakes a day around the world. Imagine that. And 20,000 each year. Now, obviously, many of these are just little shakes and little tremors and everything. But at least 16 of them a year have a magnitude of 7.0 or greater, which is a pretty significant earthquake. And at least one will be a magnitude 8.0. Not counting volcanoes. We just had another volcano, what, just a couple weeks ago go off. It's amazing, you know, in the St. Vincent Islands. Verse 9, Jesus said that people would be hated and killed for his name's sake. 
We have seen this in the Muslim-dominated countries for years where people are imprisoned and killed for their faith. But yet now, we're starting to see a new trend right here in the good old United States of America, where our cancel culture through social media and the new progressive movement that's happening here on the left is turning on the true church. We saw it come out during COVID. Why do Christians want to meet in church, you know, during this COVID time? You know, what's wrong with these people and risk the lives of everyone? We're all going to die from COVID because churches are meeting together. And by the way, you know, we never closed and a lot of churches closed. You know, what's amazing to me is here we are in May. There's still churches that haven't opened yet. Hey, here's a word to your pastor. You can give it to him from me. If your church isn't open, would you send them an email and tell them, Pastor Steve from Core Church Los Angeles, what's wrong with you? Open your church already. The Bible says in Ezekiel 34 that we are called the shepherds and we're to shepherd God's people. We're to reach out to the lost and help the hurting. It's like open your churches already. Oh, my goodness. It's like this is ridiculous. But we saw people how they turned on us in churches. Now, of course, it was okay to you know go to Home Depot. It was okay to go to Ralph. It's okay to, you know, go to Best Buy. You know, you can go to those places, but don't you dare meet in church. Yes, we saw it coming against here. And now we're seeing a new push from the LGBTQ promoting transgenderism. And if you don't agree, then you're a racist somehow. Yes, in America, this nation that was founded on the principles of the God of the Bible, now we're seeing a backlash from many against the people of faith, mainly from those who are living sinful lifestyles. Jesus said this in John 16, 2. He says, but an hour is coming for everyone who kills you to think that he is actually offering service to God. Wow. Yes, we used to only see this in radical Islam, thinking that we're doing a service for God by killing what they called infidels, you know, those who didn't embrace Islam. But now we're seeing if you don't embrace some of these alternate lifestyles like homosexuality and what have you, then all of a sudden now you're a person, you know, who, you know, obviously has to be canceled here in our culture here. Jesus said in verse 10, There will be a falling away. There's going to be an apostasy from God where people are no longer following him. It's amazing how you're seeing a decline in church attendance across the board. Yes, when people abandon God, one of the first things that will happen is people will start hating one another. Yes, people, as they turn away from God, as we have excommunicated God from our government, from our states, from our cities, you know, from our societies, as we remove God from our everyday culture, we are seeing what happens? Violence increasing. So we've removed God. We said, God, you're the creator, but we can run this creation better than you. So now that we've excommunicated God, what do we have left? Violence. And it's in our movies. We have violence in our video games. We have more drama in our social media. We have more sin in TV. Do we really think that it's not going to affect our culture negatively? It's like, well, that's what's happening here. And that's why we have kids losing it. We have teenagers and 
what have you, uh, killing people. We have all these shootings that are happening now. All of these things. And people try to blame the guns, but it's it's not the guns. It's it's culture. It's people. It's, it's, it's the breakdown of the family. It's the fruit of society that abandons God. Verse 12 says, most people, their love will grow cold. Are we not seeing that today? Is that not an understatement? I mean, people just don't care about anyone anymore. The violence, the it, it's just unbelievable what we're seeing. I've never seen it in my life. That means you haven't seen it in your lifetime. You know, where people just don't care. Jesus said in verse 13, but the one that endures to the end, he will be saved. We are not to give up. God has called us to be lights that shine in these dark and difficult times. And when we do, as our gracious God tells us to do, as we submit to his purpose and plan, then we can play a huge part in these last days. And one of the things in these last days that I want to do is I want to go on vacation finally. (laughs) Okay. It's like, boy, how's that for a segue? Anyway, all these difficult times that we're doing right now, it's like I just want to remind everyone out here in our radio audience, if you listen to Core Church on a regular basis, Core Truth Radio, I appreciate it. And I appreciate, you know, how faithful so many of you are. And many of you have supported us on our our radio program, and that's just awesome. But I want to, you know, throw a little thing out here. We're going on vacation, meaning I'm doing a trip called the Footsteps of Paul. It's going to all the places that Paul went on his missionary journeys. We're going to go to Thessalonica. We're going to go to Philippi. We're going to go to Corinth. We're going to go to all these cities that he established churches in. We're going to get up every day. We're going to have Bible devotions. We're going to have worship. It's going to be a great time. It's half cruise and half on land. It's just beautiful. If you've ever been to the Mediterranean Sea, it's a stunning, stunning area. We're going to go to Greece where... The Apostle Paul was on, you know, Mars Hill speaking to the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. And we're going to stand in the very place that Paul preached to them. It's going to be a wonderful trip. We're even going to the island of Patmos where the Apostle John wrote the book of Revelation. There's even an option to have a Rome extension. And we'll go to the Mamertine prison where Paul wrote the prison epistles. Anyway, it's a great trip. It's going to happen uh, in October. So we're a few months away. you got plenty of time to get signed up and you although you need to get signed up here soon but anyway the trip's going to happen in October so please go to our website and check it out go to corechurchla.org that's corechurchla.org check it out and go on vacation with me and of course there's going to be a lot of food and I'm going to be all around that but anyway I encourage you to check that trip out and and make the trip with us anyway getting back to our study here we need to find hope. And uh, the hope is in Christ. With everything that we see that's happening around us, as culture starts breaking down, who are going to be the ones that are going to be there to have hope to give to other people? It should be us, the Christians, because our hope is not based on whoever's in the administration. It's not based on whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. What it's based on is Jesus Christ. Yes, and it brings up this other thought here, teaching the truth. Let me read what it says here in Matthew twenty four fourteen. It says, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world. This is in the last days here that he's talking about. That's what's happening right now. 
He says, therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken through the prophet Daniel, he says, where the Antichrist goes into the holy place, he says, then those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetops, they must not go down to get their things, talking about the rapture, but you just have to move on there. So this is the, the preaching is what we need to do here as we move towards the rapture of the church. Now, some of you might say, well, what's the rapture of the church? It's where the true believers will actually be removed, and that is the catalyst that starts the tribulation period, the seven-year tribulation period. But once that happens, that's where the fullness of the Gentiles come in. The Holy Spirit of God basically descends on Israel, and that's where God will raise up 144,000 Jews that become preaching machines as they go around the world preaching the gospel. It's also nice to note that satellites and the Internet and social media and TV and radios are all avenues that the gospel can be preached over today, just like we have this radio program today. And we're preaching the gospel here to you. It's like God is using all these things. So when he said in the last days that the gospel will be preached in the whole world, well, that's what's happening right now. So Jesus said in verse 14, the whole world can hear this message of the cross. And we're told in Revelation 14 that angels will also be preaching the gospel in the mid-heaven. Imagine that. So once the rapture happens, not only is there 144,000 Jews that are preaching the gospel around the world, but there's angels in the mid-heaven. It's just like, remember when Jesus was born and the shepherds that were out in the field and the sky lit up and the angels told them that, you know, the, unto you a son is being given, you know, Christ the Lord. And it's like, oh my goodness, that same thing will be happening in the end of time. Verse 15 says, it talks about the abomination of desolation. And that's when Daniel spoke of it. And what he spoke in the 12th chapter of Daniel was that the Antichrist, who ends up helping the Jews rebuild their temple, because the Orthodox Jews over there, they want to have their temple built on the Temple Mount. It'll be built right next to the Dome of the Rock. Now, the Dome of the Rock sits there, and if you go to Revelation 11, where it talks about the temple being rebuilt, it says the outer court has been given to the Gentiles. And so that would be the Dome of the Rock. And so that will be rebuilt. But the abomination of desolation is when the Antichrist goes in and he claims to be God and you'll worship me as God and God alone. Wow. Verse 16 to 20 says, run. When that happens, don't go home to grab anything. Head for the hills. This again happens at the midway point of the tribulation period. This is where God's personal wrath will start hitting this world. And it will be worse than anything that has ever happened since the beginning of time. Verse 22, unless God had shortened the time, not one person would have lived. And don't think Jesus is just anywhere here, you know, uh, because you'll know when Jesus comes back for his second coming. Now, remember, when Jesus comes and the rapture happens, this is before the abomination of desolation, obviously. This is at the beginning of the tribulation period. It's what kicks off that seven-year period. We are taken away. But Jesus comes back at the end of that seven-year period. The Bible says that the heavens will split open. He will come down 
on a white horse. He'll have, you know, King of Kings and Lord of Lords on his thigh. He has a sword coming out of his mouth, eyes of flame of fire. He's coming down for all judgment. And then he will destroy the Antichrist and he will destroy. That's where the big battle of Armageddon happens in the Valley of Megiddo. And it's like, and that's when it all comes down. Then he will make a new heaven and a new earth. But guess who comes down with him? It's us. It's us true believers. We will return with him in that time. Yes, there's all kinds of crazy signs and wonders here in Matthew 24. And it all started off there with just a question that was asked to Jesus. I actually did a three-part study on this, and you can actually go to our app and download our app on your phone or your tablet. I don't know if you've ever done that or not. I was talking to someone today with our insurance company, and they were in Colorado. And after we got done talking, I said, hey, so you got a pen there? And he goes, yes. I said, hey, write this down. Core Church, Los Angeles. And he wrote it down. I said, hey, go to the App Store and download this free app. There's hundreds of video messages on there. And we have this special service on our Sunday night service. It's called Day One. And we do it every 6.30 p.m. That's Pacific time for those of you listening on the East Coast. But we did a three-part message there. So if you go to our app, we have a Day One section, and you can get all three messages, which really gives a lot of details on end-time scenario and how those times, you know, intermesh with what's happening in our world today. So it'd be kind of good if you just listen to all all three of them in a row, because in that way we walk through the book of Matthew 24, that I should say the chapter, Matthew of 24. And anyway, but you'll get a really good idea of end time scenario and what Jesus said himself. We even go back to Ezekiel 37, 38, and 39. We look at the issues that are happening there. And some of the things that, you know, Jesus gave the parable of the fig tree. That's a very interesting parable. So we break those things down. But I give you those things so that you can be encouraged in this walking relationship with the Lord. But I wonder if there's anyone listening, you're just thinking like, wow, you know, what are you talking about? The end of time and all of this and craziness. Well, listen, I was talking to a a police officer over at uh, the division I work out of. I'm an LAPD chaplain. And I was saying how, boy, it's really crazy times right now. And he goes, yeah, it's just a cycle. It'll come back. People hate the police right now, but it'll come back. And he had kind of a real flippant attitude about what's happening in our world today. And I'm here to say that I think it's a little bit worse than that. I think that this could very well be the ushering in of the second coming of Christ. So I think that we all need to kind of wake up and look at what's happening around us. Have you ever seen the kind of violence that we're happening? I mean, we have all social media that is banding together and they have a narrative. And if you don't fit in their narrative, then it's like all of a sudden you have a problem and it's all you. It's like, man, I think we need to wake up and see that, man, there's some very difficult things that are happening right now. I was driving in today and I passed a gas station here. Now in California, gas is higher than anywhere in the country, but still it's like four fifty a gallon now. Like, has anyone noticed? It's like since this administration took over, all of a sudden gas prices are up. Inflation is off the hook. I was in Home Depot the other day. A two by four was twelve bucks. I'm like, twelve bucks? Are you serious? That's like a two by four used to be like two dollars and seventy five cents. It's like Everything is out of control. I read an article uh, just the other day. Ford has like 80,000 Super Duty trucks, brand new, sitting in a lot that they can't release because, you know, there's some semiconductor uh, place in Tokyo that burned down so they can't get the computer parts to get the trucks going. I mean, there's just so much craziness that is happening right now. And it's just, it's insane. And it's like, we as Christians are to live one day at a time. The Bible says, but you, 
shall speak my words to them. Who's them? It's the world. He says, whether they listen or not, because they're a rebellious people. We as God's people need to rise up. We need to share the love of Christ with people because things are getting a little crazy right now. And people are, are honestly a little freaked out. And we have the hope of heaven residing in us. But as we end the program today, let me ask you, many of you are believers and you're solid but maybe some of you are maybe not walking so good with the Lord right now. And if you're thinking, man, I don't know where I really stand with God. Well, maybe because you're not standing too good with the Lord right now. But I can tell you this. I know that God loves you and he cares about you. And if you're willing to say, God, I, I need to get right with you. I need to repent of my sin. God, I need your forgiveness. I need your hope to fill my heart. And if that's your desire and you want to get right with God, I'd like to lead you in a prayer. So pray this now. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. God, you know where I'm at. You know who I am. But I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. And Lord, I just want to get right with you. Lord, take my heart. Lord, take my soul. Lord, be my God. Be my friend. You know, walk with me, Lord. Be with me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I give myself to you in Jesus' name. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, I can tell you this. I can tell you that God loves you and he heard you. You might say, well, how do you know he heard me? Because God hears every prayer if you're serious. And I'd like to give you a Bible that has some notes in it that will help you and encourage you in your walk with God. So you can email me at Bible at CoreChurchLA.com. That's pretty easy. Bible at CoreChurchLA.com. Give me your name and address and we'll mail you one. And may the Lord God bless you. Thanks for joining us for Core Truth Radio. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app, available on iOS and Android. Core Church is sponsored by and a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you have been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA to 77977. You can also give via our app or online at corechurchla.org as well as writing to P.O. Box 34789, Los Angeles, California, 90034. 